I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always shares warnings on scams that we need to watch out for. How are you doing today, Vicki? Pretty well, thanks, Patty. So, Patty, we have talked before about scams that originate on social media sites like Facebook and Instagram. For example, romance scams often start on social media dating sites because that's where scammers are lurking and waiting for vulnerable victims. But I didn't realize the magnitude of the problem until I saw this data from the Federal Trade Commission, and here it is. According to the Federal Trade Commission, scams originating, originating on social media have accounted for 2.7 billion losses since 2021, and that's more than any other contact method, social media sites. Oh my gosh, that is so much money. And it just reminds us we have to be so very careful of who we get involved with on these sites. Does the report talk about which scams resulted in the biggest losses? Yes, and it was kind of interesting. The most frequently reported scams are online shopping. Hmm, that does make sense, and so many people shop online these days. And the most common of those scams was when people ordered something that they never received. And it was usually when they were ordering something, responding to an ad on Facebook or Instagram. Now, the largest losses suffered were those who fell victim to bogus investment scams. Those victims incurred the largest losses. But the next highest losses were from romance scams, which we've talked about. We have talked a lot about it. And these losses all come from victims being tricked on social media. With so many people active on social media these days, it must provide a great opportunity for the scammers to reach a large group of potential victims. Absolutely. The scammers figured that out early and they're taking full advantage of it. And social media gives scammers an edge. They can easily create a fake persona and tailor their approach to you depending on what you share on these sites. They can also hack into your profile and pretend to be you to con your friends. And Patty, they can gather so much information about you that they can place fake ads that target what you like based on your age, your interests, or the things that you buy. And it probably costs next to nothing to reach billions of people around the world. So what advice does the FTC have to avoid getting taken in by these social media scammers? They do mention a couple of things. First and foremost, limit who can see your posts and the information that you put on your posts. So all of these platforms do collect information about you from your activities on social media, but visit your privacy settings to set some restrictions on who can actually see what it is that you have posted. And if you get a message from a friend about an opportunity or some urgent need for money, call them. Their account may have been hacked. Be very suspicious if this friend asks you to pay by cryptocurrency, gift card, or wire transfer. All are red flags. Yeah, Vicki, that reminds me. We had a guest last year who talked about this very scam, and he was a retired judge. And he got a call from someone who said they were the president of his homeowners association. And they asked him to buy gift cards from for some emergency that came up. 
And luckily, the judge got suspicious, did the smart thing, called the person and asked if she'd made this online request. And then, of course, at that point, he found out she had. That's right. And in this case, the judge was initially suspicious, and he did ask the imposter to name one person they knew in common. And scarily enough, the scammer named his daughter. So that had to be something that this scammer got online. Yeah, which is information the scammer could have gotten, as you said, from online sites or social media. But fortunately, the judge was still suspicious and made the call to the person. What other tips do you have? Well, if someone appears on your social media and rushes you to start a friendship or a romance, slow down, do some research on romance scams, and never send money to somebody that you haven't met in person. And finally, before you buy something that you get wind of on a social media site, check out the company. Search online for its name and put the name of the company plus scam or plus complaint. You might be surprised what you get back. Yeah, and you can always check the company out on BBB as well. That's right. Good suggestion. And speaking of retail scams, I just learned that there is a long list of scams aimed at Costco shoppers. Well, again, I guess that makes sense because there are so many people that shop at Costco, providing a huge group of potential victims for scammers. Now, what kind of scams are we talking about here, Vicki? If you go to the Costco website, you'll see a posting of 24 currently known scams, 24 scams involving Costco. Now, many of these involve gift cards or giveaway rewards or asking you to take a survey. And it's really interesting because the website even shows pictures of what these scam ads look like. And many of them do ask you to take a 30-second survey to qualify for some award. But I'm guessing that this survey will require you to divulge a lot of your personal information, which the scammers can use against you. So true. You always have to be very careful about any survey that you take. And a number of these scams actually look like sweepstakes or lottery scams where you're told that you've won a big prize. But if you go to claim it, I'm sure there are many fees and costs attached and you're never going to get the prize. Well, it's really great that Costco is posting this information and doing what it can to protect its customers. Absolutely. And I encourage everybody to log on to the Costco website and take a look at the scam examples that they show because they're very realistic and look like they must have come from Costco. So I can see why people get fooled. I can too, Vicki, because scammers are getting so sophisticated. Not very often do you see the bad grammar, the bad spelling, the bad graphics. They have become professionals. Absolutely. And often they've created very sophisticated, multi-layered scams. So you're in very deep before you even realize that there could be a problem with the information that you're getting. Okay, but I do have some good news. And here is the headline, Michigan man sentenced to two years in prison for participating in romance scams and other fraud scams targeting elderly victims. And Patty, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this caption where scammers are targeting elderly victims. It's very discouraging. So the defendant was a money launderer. We've talked about what that is. And he controlled many, many United States and foreign bank accounts. He sent the money from his victims of romance scams, lottery scams, email compromise scams 
He had them deposit the money into these bank accounts, and then he sent the money to his co-conspirators in South Africa. And this was the interesting part to me. He also sent his co-conspirators in South Africa cell phones with American phone numbers. So sometimes we wonder, where do these scammers get all these phone numbers that they use to contact victims here in the United States? Well, in this case, the money launderer was providing the fraudsters in South Africa with the phone numbers that they could use to call the victims. And I also thought that this was very poignant. This was a quote from the U.S. Attorney Damian Williams, who handled this case. And here's what he said. Defendant's name was Hakeem. Hakeem and his co-conspirators devastated elderly and vulnerable victims, including recent widowers. Several of the victims lost their entire life savings, and one victim reported becoming suicidal. Yeah, a U.S. citizen. Hakeem provided co-conspirators in South Africa with U.S. phones used to contact and deceive victims and opened and operated bank accounts that laundered the victim's money. He will now be spending time in prison and be compelled to make restitution to the victims of his schemes. But I mean, isn't that just heart-wrenching? It is heart-wrenching, you know, that they devastated someone who was already in a vulnerable state or many, many elderly people. They probably just felt like finally somebody understands them. People are kind of hard on romance scam victims because they think, how could they fall for that? But they have to remember a lot of times these are very lonely people and these scammers are very good at what they do. They groom them. They do. They're excellent psychologists. They're trained. They're Mm -hmm. given scripts. They know exactly what to say. This is big, big business. Right. So, and of course, elderly people, they don't have time left to recoup the money that they've lost. It's retirement. Right. Destitute. So. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, Vicki, we always invite people to call you on the fraud hotline and tell about an experience they had either being scammed or if they avoided being scammed in an attempt to warn others. Absolutely. My fraud hotline is area code 805-568-2442. So again, that is 805-568-2442. And I do welcome your calls. Thank you so much, Vicki. Until next week. Thank you, Patty. Bye-bye.